enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome. You are listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I'm here with my co-host and sidekick, Mark Phelan. Happy New Year! <laughs> We've already done that show. We have? <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, how long are you supposed to say Happy New Year? Like, when does that line get crossed? I think every time you see someone you haven't seen since the New Year, you can say Happy New Year. After that... And you say Happy New Year, and they say, shut up. But what if you hadn't seen anybody since the New Year, and now it's February? Do you still say Happy New Year? It's new new to them, new to you. Uh, What's wrong with it? I don't know. It can it's be like annoying. wearing white after Labor Day. Who makes these rules and who gives a flying crap? So, I do. I do. That's I who. Little Miss Manners. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I don't know. I, I just think that sometimes it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. It's nice to hear for a while, and then it gets a little bit old. Well, see, it's. I, I think it's because it's a new year, and the year continues. It's not like a season. It's I mean, like, it's a new year in November. No, if, you, if you walk up to somebody in March and say, "Hey, Merry Christmas," you're going to look like a complete idiot. Well, and, but if you if you March, you say Happy New Year. You think that's acceptable? Yep. <laughs> The world according to Mark and Lori. Yes, right. we have we have different ideas about things, That's different right. beliefs, different the world. <laughs> different ways of doing things, mm-hmm. and you know, it's a good example of it's okay to do things differently or Especially think about things. Especially in this day and age, with the leadership we have, you know, what's the worst thing to do? Put some shithole somewhere. But <laughs> Oh yeah, let's not go there. Mm. Mark knows I don't really like to get into anything heavy duty or political. Exactly. Yeah. Don't even get me started. But we are going to talk about something much more fun today. (laughs) Gosh, blow my eardrums out. That's what you're going to do with the (laughs) dick. We are talking about penises or dicks. Uh, We're talking about erections. All of the things that boners that we boners hard ons. What else do we call them? Hard-ons, boners, what? Stiffs. Well, Stiffies. I, like in the, in the military. Chubbies. In, in the military, uh, the guys who handle them, literally, the uh, urologist, the dick doctor, a penis machinist, or a... I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Dick doctor, penis machinist, and... I don't know. Cock doc. That's not bad. Oh, I, I am like that. so good. You didn't even think about no, that one. That's yes. a new one. Thank a you. Doc, Thank you. I'm here all night. Penis yes. machinist, <laughs> dick doctor, and a... You know, three, he can't think of it. He doesn't happen. even know what it is. Three things happen when you start to get older. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> First one is... Uh, and here we forget go. Forget the other two. Yeah. Penis machinist. You know, not to make light of the topic, because it is an important topic. We all have some interest in penises, how they look, how they function, what they do, what they don't do. And it's important that we talk about it. And for a lot of men, and I see a lot of men in my practice, it is a serious concern, whether it's the right size or the right shape 
or it, they can't get an erection or they can't keep an erection or maybe they're not hard enough or fill in the blanks. And I see They're women, trying to fill in the blanks. That's the problem. Maybe. And women get affected by that too. If you're a heterosexual woman and you're with a man and he has trouble getting an erection or sustaining an erection, women can tend to take that personally. Now, maybe that's also true for gay men. You know, I, I don't know since I'm, since I'm not one, but I am pretty sure it affects everyone involved. It's something that we have a certain belief about or an understanding about, even though intellectually we know one thing, emotionally it can feel a different way, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it is important. I mean, tell me what your thoughts are about boners, about boners, about penises, about erections. I mean, has it been something that has impacted you in your life, a concern? Thank God, no, that would be painful. Uh, the bottom line is, it's very simple. The one thing I have been blessed with is height and length. But I'm bumps. No, so six two showing, and a half. Off. Six two and a half, and I'm swinging some pretty good meat there. <laughs> the advantage, because if I had been, God forbid, one of the guys, you know, the old expression, uh, "I love you so much, I'll give you both inches." Um, if I was in that category, ah, it would be dreadful. It would be dreadful because you, even though maybe no one has ever seen it yet. You know, and it would be a point of of self esteem. Maybe you're, uh, especially when you're. God forbid you're around the folks, as happened to me in ninth grade. A guy who literally could buy beer for the seniors, full, full beer in ninth grade. I think he never grew another inch. This guy would come out of the shower and it looked like Rex the human tripod. And we're all half of us couldn't even get a boner at that point. And we're like, what the hell is that? And, and look, there is some belief, I think, though, that size matters. I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but I am going to say it's not the most important thing. Well, that's the first time I heard the expression, a shower, not a grower. Right. So the one other guy said, he's a shower, not a grower. I said, what does that mean? He goes, well, the average guy is going to get big when he gets excited. That guy, what's he got? Yeah, so it looks really big, but yeah. when he gets erect, it may not grow much. Right, and it's yeah. that's that's all there is. And there are guys who they may not look very big when they're not erect, and then when they do. But again, we're going to go to does size matter? I mean, I think it's an important question. I think it's I mean, relative to the person who's holding on to the goods. Well, the You're, you mean the who, woman. who owns it or who's using it? What kind of both? Well, the average penis is about five and a half inches long. Now, there are a lot of men who have an average size penis and they believe that there's something wrong with their penis. It's mm -hmm. not big enough. Probably because the penises they've seen, for the most part, the erect penises they've seen, I should say, have been on porn. Oh, right? sure, sure. So sure. if they're looking at porn penises, they're going to be feeling less than. Let's just and put it that way. And you know what's ironic is some of the guys now, the, the porn that's out now, you'll see a guy huge. And he's a scrawny-looking little dude. He used to be the guy kind of buff, ripped up, looking strong. These guys are maybe look 5'10 and 170 pounds, but they're swinging 8, 9 inches. It's like, and that's they why they're from? porn stars. Exactly. So one, a lot of porn stars may be chosen because of the size oh, of their sure. penises. You know it. The other thing is a lot of times it's the angle that it's shot at. Angle of the dangle times the mass of the ass. <laughs> Here you go. I never heard that one before. It's true. It's always something new. And uh, Wyatt, my cat, had something to say about that. Yeah. 
Wyatt, yours is fine. Uh, we haven't seen it, but I'm sure that he has one. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> I haven't looked for it, but I do know that he has one. So, yeah, a lot of the time, it's how we feel about ourselves or, you know, the beliefs that we have, like, oh, it's supposed to be this, or there's something wrong with me, or comparing to whoever you're comparing to, that you're going to be setting yourself up to feel bad. And it is important for a lot of women and men partners, I should say, to have a good size penis. I think girth is more important or width is more important than length mm-hmm. for most people. Um, that's just where you're going to get the most sensation. And there are some size queens. That, oh, no, I don't want to be with the guy unless he's got right. you know a certain size penis. But I'm going to say they're ignorant because there are amazing lovers who don't necessarily have a gigantic penis. They mm-hmm. might even have a smaller penis. It's what you do with it. So as they say, it's not the pen but the penmanship. It's not the ocean. What is it? It's not the but, ship, but the motion of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And, th- and there's a few others that I can't think of. Pecker right checker. Now. <laughs> that was the fourth one. Pecker checker. Oh, there you go. Thank goodness you remembered <laughs> that one because whew, we needed to know that. <laughs> In the middle of the night, I would have woke <laughs> you can, up. You can all sleep better right. tonight, listeners. In now the military, <laughs> if you're going to enlist, young men, go out there and women too to say, I we want don't to go into the medical checker. corps. Yeah. We need a pecker checker, a penis machinist, a dick doctor, or a cock doctor. Yes. We've now created a cottage industry for what you're going to find yourself when you wear the uniform. And another word we would use here in, in, the, real, in the real world is a urologist, which is basically what a penis doctor is called. Turn is your a, head is to a the right urologist. and cough. Right. So you can go to a urologist, an endocrinologist. So there's lots of ways to get checked out if there's, you're concerned about your testosterone level or your libido or your functioning. Oftentimes it is good. And there are health concerns. I mean, really not being able to get an erection can be a precursor to a serious medical condition, mm-hmm. cardiovascular problems, diabetes. Mm-hmm. So those are the kinds of things that affect and then the, an erection. the supplements and or medications you take for those things, like high blood pressure, beta blockers, that Antidepressants. Absolutely. Yeah, medication is huge. And then you have a cockadoodle don't. Oh, look at you. Oh, write that one down, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was damn good. That was, that was very, very clever. Got a doodle don't. And again, not to make light because it is a serious subject. But again, when we feel bad about our bodies, and look, as human beings, men and women, we all feel insecure sure. about something about ourselves. Our boobs are too small. They're not firm enough. Mm. Uh, our butt is too big. Our thighs are too you know, wobbly. Who knows? Our feet are too small. Our penis is not whatever enough. Uh, maybe our vagina isn't whatever enough. And, you know, maybe we think it smells bad or it looks ugly or, you know, again, all kinds of But a lot of those things, things could be pre- little thoughts that you have that aren't realistic. Well, that's what I'm saying. Most of the time they're not, they're not actually true. They're not something that your partner is thinking, but if we are living with those thoughts or those beliefs or those feelings, Mm -hmm. it's going to impact our sex life. It's going to impact our well being because of your self esteem and and your confidence and how you carry yourself. Yeah. I mean the uh, idea that women can, can you with between push-up bras and, and different, uh, a wardrobe accessories, you can look like you just pew, 
unbelievable, but sooner or later, that's You take your off. clothes off. You take your clothes exactly. off. It's like, uh-oh, what <laughs> Great, Where did they go? Great scene in Animal House where the guy's eating the girl's drunk and his hand goes up and he's grabbing her and she falls backwards and he has two hands. It's like a box of Kleenex right. in each hand and there's nothing yeah. there. That's what that's what we used before the cutlets. And if, if you're not familiar what a cutlet is, it's sort of those you know, those jiggly things that you know, rubbery things that you stick into your bra or into your shirt that, that make makes, your boobs look much, much, much bigger. Much bigger and moving with some movement to it is that too uh, i mean they they just push everything up mm-hmm. it's almost like a an extra padded bra okay. so it gives you that extra padding and that extra lift and it can make your boobs look twice as big yeah they're called cutlets if any of you want one of those and look at there's nothing wrong sometimes you just want to look a little bigger well it's like the men who would put in the the stuffed oh, sock in their how, pants and how dumb was <laughs> actually I've, I've witnessed that before you see us back in back in the good old 80s Everybody's with skin-tight uh, polyester pants. And you see, what the hell? is The guy's got a Louisville slugger down there. Yeah, like Boogie you Nights. You know it wasn't real. <laughs> right? Well, at least you don't you think know. it was. Yeah. yeah. So, look, it, we all have our own insecurities. And it is important to get, first of all, realistic about what is, for lack of a better word, normal or average. Right. And we get so many messages telling us that we're not, again, fill in the blank enough. Big enough, hard enough, thin enough, all those things. And when it comes to penises, a lot of men are concerned. Here's the problem with that. When we go into a lovemaking situation or sexual situation, it's not always lovemaking, and there's some anxiety or concern about, oh, I don't Mm -hmm. know if my penis is big enough or it's not shaped the right way or I don't know if if I'm going to be able to get an erection or I'm going to be able to keep my erection or I'm going to come too quickly. All of those thoughts create anxiety and what they do is they actually have a negative impact or create the thing that you're afraid of. Yeah, the turtle effect. (laughs) Yeah, you're afraid of not getting an erection and that's what's exactly what's going to happen. Now, question. You know, the guy Guys I know, since it doesn't apply to me, uh, who are not that well endowed, women seem to enjoy, at least orally, it's much easier. There's not the stretching of the jaw and you can actually work it better. It can be, yeah, it can be much more pleasant Mm -hmm. to give a blowjob if a guy isn't huge. By the way, there's a lot of women who have trouble with penises that are too big. It's extremely painful and uncomfortable for them. I am also going to say that if, you know, there's a man and these men do exist who have, you know, the big penis or the erection and they think they're all so wonderful Mm -hmm. that they haven't honed any, we'll say skills Skills, exactly. and they just think they're God's gift. And, you know, they just, they have this hard penis. So she should just be so thrilled to be with him and they don't really know what they're doing or they're not attentive to what the woman wants or needs. They're lousy lovers. And so being a confident lover which is really about being attuned to your partner, being interested in pleasing, or also being present and not in your head, you know, worrying and thinking. That's really going to make a much better lover than somebody who just, you know, happens to have a big hard cock. It's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's just not the most important thing. And, you know, it's like anything when you have a guy who maybe isn't as handsome as Mm -hmm. some other, some other men. It's not, he's not the tallest or the most handsome you know, sometimes he has to develop a better personality. Bingo. <laughs> right? That's, yeah. That's my experience. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, have it's you true. Ever been with, have you ever been with someone in your, in your storied career where you kind of reach down there, kind of check the goods, and you're like, uh-oh, this ain't happening? 
I will tell you, and I think you're not asking about my professional career as much as my personal life. Have I been with men who did not have a big penis, who had, you know, maybe an much average? To work or, with. Um, yes, I have. Mm-hmm. And again, I've had experiences where I've that have been amazing, surprisingly. And then there, you know, have been men who did have the big penis and it wasn't so amazing. Mm -hmm. It really depends. Again, there's something nice about it. It feels, it feels good emotionally and physically, not a huge penis because I think that can be problematic too. Again, guy who has, you know, that, that confidence and that, that it's sort of this manly thing about him. It can feel good again, not just physically, but emotionally. But again, it's what you do with it. And a lot of men who have maybe smaller or average penises, they will tend to be great at oral sex. Mm. Or they'll learn how to move in certain ways to get that clitoral stimulation. By the way, there are things you can do. You can use a strap-on if you want, or you can use a dildo, or you can get playful and try different things if if a woman wants to be filled up. That's something we, we were talking earlier that we're going to do another show about... Uh Sex toys. Lori visited to the, uh, was it? Uh, oh, I went to the, yes, I went to the adult manufacturer uh, sex toy expo. I can't remember the exact name, but it was really fun. And I got to look at a lot of the new sex toys out there. We are going to be talking in our next show about sex toys and mm-hmm. things that we recommend. There's so many great ones out there. Are there any that, because I'm not very familiar with these things. I uh-huh. The idea of it's a strap on, mm-hmm. but it kind of goes over. Those are extenders, so there are yeah. penis extenders, yeah, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. You know, you could put it over, but it could be just a, a plain old strap on and you just put it next to your penis. So you okay. don't. Yeah. I just know there's, if it was hollow and you kind of fit inside yeah. and you work it that way. They, those do exist as oh, okay. well. They're yeah. called penis I, extenders. I yeah. thought I just invented something. <laughs> well, you know, you, you never know. <laughs> you could ex- you could invent it in a I new mean, way. I mean, there's always someone. There's the people who came up with the nudicles when a dog, the, because they felt their dog was insecure, they fake balls for their dogs. Yes. I mean, that's just bizarre. Beyond. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when I'm in Italy, which you will be with me in <laughs> Italy in October. <laughs> yeah, Mark and I are doing a workshop for couples in October. It is very exciting. If you're interested, go to the website. Actually, there's a specific website called Retreats for Love, retreatsforlove.com. Spectacular experience. Or you could go to my website, just... Uh, uh, com. I almost forgot what my website was. And you can get some information. It's very limited. Right now, we're just doing four couples at a time. There'll only be four couples in a workshop. So if the first one, when that fills up, we might open up a second or third one. But we're, we're keeping it only to four couples per. But it is spectacular scenery. in Luca, Italy. Oh. It's going to be amazing. But the one thing when I go to Italy, I always notice is the dogs there have balls. You don't see balls here on dogs. Because we all get our dogs fixed. Mm-hmm. They don't do that there for some reason. I don't know why, but it's always interesting. Are roving packs of wild dogs because of that? No, these are the, the cutest little dogs. I call them Italian dogs. I think mm-hmm. they're, they're like a Jack Russell Terrier, but they look a little different. They just don't seem as hairy. So they're somewhere in that family. I just call them Italian dogs. They're sort of like the Umberto D dogs, if you've ever seen that old Italian wonderful movie, Umberto D. I recommend it. And these Italian dogs, everybody has a dog. And Luca, Wasn't everybody's there a walking sweet their little dog. dog in Cinema Paradiso? I don't remember dog a dog, dog in that movie. Oh, no. Was it, oh, maybe it was the kid. I think you're thinking of... Um, <laughs> 
It was a cute kid. Yes. Dogs, kids. Same thing. They're, they're all the same. Yeah, exactly. Do they bark the same way? <laughs> they're just so sweet. They're Barco. They're... Barco. Barco. <laughs> Woof. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Woof. But they do have balls. And it's just, it's weird because you See, realize uh, that in a... gentlemen, uh, <laughs> America. just to let you know that this is maybe something we need to investigate. Dr. Lori Buckley goes on vacation to Italy. <laughs> she doesn't come back talking about... This beautiful wine, the scenery, the spectacular cuisine, and the history she's taken on every step. She sees balls and dogs. dogs. I can't help. You will see. When There's, you go, you cannot and, help but you know, notice. TripAdvisor was going to sponsor a book that she was going to write, but Dogs with Balls, In the, Italy. the title just didn't work. So uh, yeah. if you're one of the lucky couples that comes by. You laugh, I, you mock me, but those of you who go to Italy, you will notice exactly. what and, I'm talking about. And if about. you come with us for this retreat, we're going to make a special, a special field tour. trip. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we'll bring uh, large lens cameras to get zoom in. You can show all your friends. It's just so interesting. An entire you, book of dogs <laughs> with balls. You don't realize here that dogs don't. And then when you see them there, you're like, oh, it's, it's, I don't know why they don't fix their, their dogs. Like we do automatically. I think it's just, I mean, unless you have a purebred dog, I think there are people who want to breed their dogs so they don't fix them, but it's rare to see a dog here that has balls. So the, what you're the one who started it, by the way, the dogs talking about the, the, dogs, the new suticles or whatever they're called. Instead of Barco, they go, yay. Instead of Barco, yay. Do men feel oh, self-conscious about their balls? We just love saying balls, don't we? You know, the balls, it's one of the, the most whole, fun word to say. The balls, the first thing <laughs> the any balls. guy knows yes. is simple. It's Mr. and Mrs. Delicate or the Delicate Brothers. There's nothing worse than someone grabbing the nuts, hitting the nuts, kicking the nuts inadvertently on purpose. But what about tickling the nuts? Tickling the nuts is something that is, uh, you know, you see it there again. You're or about, sucking on the balls. You're talking about porn. Sucking on the ball, eh. Well, it depends. Doesn't do a whole lot. Listeners, if you enjoy sucking your balls, let us know. I do think there are men out there who might enjoy it. Or if you like sucking Italian dogs' balls. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't even even listen to him. I really probably should edit that out, but I'm probably too lazy to do it. So, yes. But seriously, it's, it's, I don't think. I do think that's a crime. (laughs) For the guy or the dog. Call the SPCA. We understand there's been some intimate behavior with your bulldog. Uh, now, the the, the idea there are even though they're sensitive because they can. Well, you hit them too hard, it hurts. But to me personally, it's not as an erotic a thing as every other place around the vicinity. But do you feel self conscious or ever wonder are they too big? Are they too small? Are they hanging too low? I mean, is there anything about do that? Do your balls hang low? Do, <laughs> do they, they swing to, to and fro? Can, can you tie them in a nut? Can you tie them in a bow? Okay, it's enough. <laughs> anyway. Now, you know, everybody who's listening to this, you are going to have that song on your mind right. all day long. Exactly. Yes, you can send Mark the hate mail. <laughs> uh, do your balls it's, it's, it's one of those things, I just, it doesn't even register. Seriously. I mean, the, the size and girth of penises... Even guys, you walk in a shower, there's a glance. Only time you even really notice, and it's only happened once or twice, like one time in boot camp and one time in a shower in high school, where a guy just was excited. 
And I don't know if he was thinking of his girlfriend or he got was this you you're talking about? No. <laughs> you just saw an erect penis. I saw it. Yeah. And unfortunately, the poor kid was seen before other people. And, he, you know, he, I mean, that could be humiliating, I yeah, imagine. It was right? a little traumatic. Because then it's like, oh, you know, there's, there's some, you know, homophobia going on, perhaps. Oh, he's getting erect looking exactly. at naked guys. That's the classic. It's, yeah. But the, uh, the, the nuts, you know. To me, I don't know. Not an women issue. Uh, have a different perspective to it, but I've never even. I'm sure there are men and women who are attracted to the or, idea of or, hanging or repelled, repelled, repulsed by certain types of, of balls. Who knows? I think uh, again, it's such a subjective thing. It's just, and as far as hanging low, I mean, all I know is they're there. You know what I mean? It's they're, just they're just a nuisance. And, and they're really, a nuisance. I don't notice them as much unless I cross my legs quickly or something like that. Then it's or it's Speaking of dogs, when you have a larger dog who jump up in the paws and you're sitting down and catch it and you're trying to be cute and, and kind of, oh, Jesus, I can't breathe. Yeah, I mean, it can be painful. Yeah. But let's go back to erections and let's talk about some things that kill erections. We've talked about being self-conscious or being in your head or worrying about, which I hate this word, it's so problematic, but I hear guys use it all the time, I can't perform. Performance anxiety. Performance anxiety. And I always say, you know, think about it. Just the word perform or performance is anxiety. But you know where that came from. All that is spurred on by the porn industry because guys They really are performing. They are performing. They're they got the fluffers. They're already they've got medication, everything else to work it. And they're sitting there just hammering away like a jackhammer. And so a guy goes, That's what I should be doing. I should be able to do that. And if I can't, there's something wrong with me. First of all, they're going to get intimidated by the size. Then they get intimidated by the guy. Just seems like it's going on forever. Right. And he then can when last he as long does, as he wants. By the way, and she is screaming. Yeah. She's so aroused and turned on. Exactly. Right? And then, of course, the climax time, it looks like a freaking garden hose is going off. <laughs> right. and, and then two seconds later, they're back at it again. It's like, okay, come on. Yeah. So it's not as much performance anxiety as you've been brainwashed to think that's what women want. Well, and to feel bad and, because you're not you're not adding up to what it is that you're seeing. Right. And and we have to say and we've said this before, but it's such an important thing to to repeat that porn is not created to educate you. Yeah, it is not, not real. what real sex looks like. It is designed to excite you. It's like watching the Fast and Furious and think you're going to drive like that. Exactly. I mean, the silly thing is I watch it for the the technical aspects of the juggage and the women involved. I could give a crap if a guy's in it or not. I prefer lesbians so for that he, reason. So he says. So seriously, yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's a, my whole reason to watch porn is to see naked women, not a guy hammering well, a naked woman. Well, come on. The no, sex part. I am more than happy to watch women. If you women. just want to see a naked woman, you could open up a Playboy magazine. But I'm more than happy to watch just lesbians those, in full bloom. I'm more than happy. That's my fave. Okay. I'm first admit. But I'm just going to say there's nothing wrong with you if you do enjoy wa- watching a man and woman have sex. No. I mean, not I at think all. most people do. That's why they But you just I just know these guys cuz I've actually have met a couple that have done films before and they're just such goombas. It's like I do not want to see him working it. I'd rather watch the women. That's it. I'm happy. Okay. But I'm I, all I but for again all. Just to put it out there, there is no right or wrong or bad exactly. or good, it's and not to judge taste. you. You could be a straight man and enjoy watching man on man sex, or a straight woman. Uh, and it, yes, probably not. Not you, but there are men who might, and what there are women who might man? enjoy watching women on women. No, no, the women on women is sexy. 
Okay, Let's but face this, it. again, this is from your point but no, of no, view. But as a guy, I'm watching it, and women I know have said it's sexy. But a man watching two men, eh. For you. But what if you're I'm a saying is man, they're you're not going to watch two men. What I am saying all. is that's how you feel, but there are straight men who will get turned on and aroused to, by watching two men have sex. Now, when I say that there's a straight woman who can enjoy watching two women have sex, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It does. What's the difference? Because women are hot, women <laughs> oh, are gorgeous. Well, men can be hot too. We, what I'm trying to point out is there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. I Just because if you are a straight man who who would enjoy watching two men have sex, it doesn't mean that you're gay. It just means that that can be an erotic turn on okay. for you. Okay. Our sexuality isn't quite so black and white. It can be fluid. Well, it could be a black guy and a white woman. That works too. <laughs> we all have th- different things that turn us on. Different mm-hmm. sexual acts, different genders, different people. And to really not feel shame around it is important. I mean, it's just an important thing. No, and I think that's yourself. what we're talking about. We're talking about oftentimes the things that get in our way are feeling bad about ourselves, feeling self-conscious, feeling some kind of shame about our sexual fantasies or desires or the way that we show up. And so it's important just to accept who you are, understand it without that judgment. We all feel insecure. That's part of being human, but not to live in that place and to understand that, yeah, there's all different sizes. There's all different things going on. What makes a good sexual experience is when you're able to enjoy the sexual experience. Yeah, all kidding aside, all kidding aside, the intimacy is spectacular when there's emotional component attached to it, regardless of the size, shape, or whatever. If you're feeling a connection with someone and you get that intimate level of just lust and love, it's off the charts. And it doesn't matter if someone is a 32D or flat as an A. It doesn't matter because you feel this connection. This like right. Well, that's one level of pleasure. Yes. One level of pleasure is connection. Um, it can also be physical sensation, which sure. the reality is a lot of women prefer clitoral stimulation than penetration. So while it can still be an enjoyable thing, and there's lots of ways to experience penetration, you don't necessarily need to have a big penis, but it's the clitoral stimulation and the way that you're able to experience pleasure that's the most important. But I, again, I want to go talk about the erection killers. We're running out of time. Uh, so certainly cigarette smoking, we know this. If you smoke cigarettes, that is going to impact your sexual functioning. And if women, if you're smart, you'll tell the guy, hey, you smoke cigarettes, get your ass away from me anyway, and you won't have any action to get yeah. hard for. But it, it, it does restrict those blood Absolutely. vessels. It can be a problem. Obviously, drugs and alcohol. You know, wine or, or alcohol is one of those things that sometimes one glass can make things better. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just that disinhibitor. It can help exactly. you relax, relax a little bit, get out of your head. It can, it can enhance your mm-hmm. sexual pleasure. But you have two or more, it has the opposite oh, yeah. Well, there's an old expression, whiskey dick. You yes, know? exactly. Let's have a couple of drinks. Give me some uh, some liquid willpower, some liquid courage. Go up and talk to these girls. And all of a sudden, you get them ready to go. And I'll say, let me have a couple more. And all of a sudden, Mr. Johnson's sound asleep. Yeah. The other thing that will be an erection killer, and this is something that I think most people, or we'll just say a lot of people experience at one time or another, is nervousness. Mm-hmm. If you're nervous, if you're with a new partner, yep. especially if you have some... Romantic interest in them, 
you're going to get nervous. It's the first time. So that's not an unusual right. thing. And I think a lot of times when men get nervous and they're not able to get an erection, you know, they can go into freak out mode. Sure. And then you just start spinning, right? And you start getting into your head and it just gets worse and the anxiety is feeding right. itself. And there's just no way you're going to be able to have an erection. So nerves, psychological factors such as stress. Location. Um, I mean, do use common sense. I mean, if there's kids around... Maybe they're already in bed. You put a lock on the door, things like that. You don't. There's nothing worse than coitus interruptus. Yeah. So whatever you need to feel calm Relaxed, and, and alleviate yes. the stress. We already talked about the medical problems, the physical problems such as diabetes, cardiovascular disease. So if you are having some troubles with an erection, you do want to just go checked out and rule out any possible problems mm-hmm. that you need to know about. Uh, we talked about medication. Um, age does affect the quality of our erections for the most part as we get older. Maybe we don't get as hard as quickly or stay as hard as we used to, and that is perfectly normal too. And again, you know, it doesn't mean because we get older that our sex life goes away or becomes less pleasurable, but we do need to change it up sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, One great thing, and we'll talk about this more with sex toys, but that you can use, there's a couple things. There's a penis pump if you're you're old and you're having trouble getting that blood going. Uh, There are cock rings, which keep the blood in once you get an erection, if you have trouble sustaining erection. So there are some great things. Yes, there are ED drugs. Those are available, but the problem with those are is they they actually can help you get an erection, but you still have to be aroused. Mm-hmm. You have to. There has to be some stimulation, and if you're in your head, that's going to stop no. that arousal. So for, that's why for so many people, the ED drugs don't work. There's also some contraindications for some people. So things that they're there, but it wouldn't be the first place I would go, you know, to take that pill. And we all know a pill sometimes feels so, we'll just say tempting, right? And provocative. It's like, oh yeah. Oh, if I'm sad or not so motivated, if I take a pill, I can, a antidepressant, I can be happy. Mm-hmm. I have trouble, you know, I'm worried about getting an erection. So if I take a pill, I can just get an erection. We're all kind of instant gratification. We're, we're wired that way. We want to be able to take a pill and have everything be wonderful. Unfortunately, it's not always that simple. And then, you know, the thing that we talked about is, again, when you're trying to get an erection or you're trying not to come, that's always problematic. And that's just not being able to experience the pleasure of what's going on and your diet. If you're overweight, if you're out of shape, if you're eating junk food, it is definitely going to impact your sexual health and your erections. So these are things to really think about. So what can you do? That's really what we want to talk about. Do some mindfulness exercises. Exercise more. Learn to relax. Uh, Communicate with your partner. Like Really just get clear about what's going on and what's getting in the way. If it is, you know, there's some medication or something going on and you're concerned that these are causing a problem, talk to your doctor. See if there's some changes that they could make. Uh, and again, sex is not just intercourse mm-hmm. and it doesn't, sex doesn't always require an erect penis right. or certainly a big penis. Sex can be so many things, oral sex, manual sex, toys. I mean, there's lots of ways to experience amazing sex without an erection. And that's important to remember. Sometimes we get so hyper-focused on that. And I'm not saying that erections aren't important. They're a wonderful thing. But when you're so focused on them, then they end up being more of a problem than pleasure, right? And, you know, Kegel exercises are a good thing to do too. 
And Kegel exercises are when we basically strengthen our pubic coccygeus muscles, you know, those pelvic floor muscles. It's and you easy can, for you to say. <laughs> actually, PC muscles will make it easy for everyone to say. There are apps that you can go to for Kegel exercises. You can go online and you can see tutorials. You can read about it. But basically, it is an exercise that can really be good for increasing your erections, having reliable erections, and can also help you have stronger ejaculations, it can, stronger orgasms. And they're good for men and women. So these are really things to keep in mind. There are things that you can do. The most important thing is to just get out of your head. Stop thinking about performance and focus on pleasure. If you are a partner of a woman who, I mean, a partner of a man, you are a woman or a man who is a partner of somebody who is having difficulties with an erection. Don't take it personally. This isn't about your attractiveness or, you know, your sexual skills. And that's really important because when we take it personally, we don't always respond in the best way. Uh, Don't make jokes about it. Don't focus on it. These are mistakes that we make which can exacerbate the problem. Just really create a relaxing environment. Don't try to get your partner hard. You know, it's like, oh, I'll make you hard. And we're doing all those things and we're trying so hard. And our partner's feeling all this pressure to get an erection. And that just also will make the problem worse. Just say, yeah, no big deal. It's okay. Engage in different kinds of sexual activities. Have fun. Forget about the focus on the penis. And you'll find it to be a much better experience. And look at if you're really struggling and none of these things are helping, absolutely go see a sex therapist. And that's what we do. So again, medically, you can go rule out problems by seeing a urologist or endocrinologist or even your general practitioner. But if there's something else going on, go to a sex therapist. You can go to asec.org, A-A-S-E-C-T.org to find a certified sex therapist near you in your area. And they can be really helpful. And a lot of the things that we're talking about, they'll They'll talk to you about, but in a more specific way, so you have some time to really work on some of these things. That's pretty much it, and it is an important topic. You know, I I say it's not something that I want you to focus on, but I certainly want all men to be able to have reliable, wonderful erections and to love your penis. Well, just speaking for myself, I've had an intimate relationship with mine for about 50 years. Yes, he is loving his penis. Speaking of penises, I do want to talk about my gadget. And we said that I was going to be talking about my gadget of the week. And my new gadget is this really wonderful thing. I know when I get up in the middle of the night, I have to pee. You're supposedly not supposed to turn on a light because you turn on a light, it kind of wakes you up. Mm -hmm. And the nightlight thing can be problematic too. I've tried the nightlight, but you still see the glow of that light. So I found this new thing. It's called, it's on Amazon. You can go to amazon.com. It's called Vinter 16 color motion sensor LED toilet nightlight. It is very cool. It's $12.99. It has all of these colors. You can set it to one color, but basically it's a motion detector. So as you walk towards the toilet, the light will go on. You can set it for any one of those 16 colors. Set up fireworks. You can do different dimness. You can have it do all of the colors, whatever you want. But it's nice because it's not so bright that it will wake you up, but it definitely helps you, helps you see the toilet, and it's kind of cool looking. So, again, the Vinter 16 color motion sensor LED toilet. Nightlight. 
it is my my new gadget. I love it. It really is helpful. I think it'll help you if you have trouble with that when you wake up in the middle of the, the night. The first 100 callers will get one for twelve ninety five. Well, if you go to Amazon, you can get one for twelve ninety nine. I believe what they are. You don't actually have to call. So again, check out our workshop if it's something that you're interested in at retreatsforlove.com or go to my website at drlauriebuckley.com, D-R-L-O-R-I-B-U-C-K-L-E-Y.com. And we're going to be back next time talking about sex toys. And if you have any questions, you know how to reach me. You can go to my website. You can also email me at laurie at lookingforlovepodcast.com. Or again, you can just go to my main website, drlauriebuckley.com and connect me that way. So we look forward to talking to you next time. And thank you again for listening. We always appreciate it. Bye, everyone. Take care, kids. Thank <laughs> you.